0: You're listening to In The Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation.
1: Hi, everybody. It's America. We're back for another session of In The Open, and it's our fourth season. season. Welcome back. We've been on a break for a couple of weeks, so hopefully you've been listening in and If you haven't and you're waiting for our newest episode, here we go. This is it. So we're going to start off um, this year, I think, with a really good place to set intention. I know that sounds real cheesy, but it's really important. So we're going to be talking about trusting ourselves um, so that we can move forward and think about what that looks like. And I think it's a really good place to start, given that in the last kind of um, season that we closed out it really focused on trauma grief a bunch of heavy stuff this is lighter but so meaningful so let's get started yeah teresa what does that look like for you
0: well i don't if people were listening back in the day i i definitely could not have talked about this topic 3 years ago and i think that it's really interesting for me to think about trust like thinking about positive things Today, because i'm I'm so much better today than I have been maybe in my entire life. I think often with our listeners too, when when you're suffering and you're in a hard place, it's hard to hear someone speak positively. I know we've talked about that before. So as we embark in this new journey, i I know I would have I would have started this podcast series wanting to throw up or slap your face, America. <laughs> For, to like force this topic that felt foreign and gross. I mean, because that's how I used to feel.
1: Yeah, it you feels know, really know. icky.
0: So tr- so I just need to acknowledge that if you're in a tough spot, it's okay. Go back to some of our other ones where we talk a lot about suffering because this is, this is a space where we're transitioning from that space. But when I think about trusting myself, the first thing that came to my mind was that when I did not trust myself, I avoided life hmm. because the risk of putting myself in harm either by through myself or from others was too risky. So as I've healed, what for me learning to trust myself was actually learning to trust that I could handle whatever was going to come my way. And so that meant, you know, I could talk to family members mm-hmm. and, I, you know, I was just talking about this with, with my, my husband and my brother who I've been very close with lately, but I was like, you know, like three years ago, I would have maybe avoided the conversation altogether. Life did not plan that I was going to get thrown a bunch of stuff, but it did. And I wasn't ready And it looked like I didn't know how to process it. Like those things derailed me for months, maybe even a year, maybe more than a year, you know, derailed me, set me back on my recovery journey. And then in the last nine months, I've noticed, okay, you know what? I'm able to recover faster from these things. And now that I can trust myself and I know that I feel safe and I know that I can put myself in safety, I actually find that I can go seek out conversations that were more difficult or do things that I was otherwise afraid of because I knew that I can handle it. And now I'm working on what it looks like to handle it in the moment. Like when someone calls out bad stuff or does something weird or like breaks a boundary for me, I'm able to say that right away and be like, no, what, and say it with grace. I'm not saying it with anger.
1: I want to go back though to something you said which I think is really indicative of of what this can look like in in different ways. One is recognizing that at a point you said life kind of threw things at you and where you were at that time you weren't ready for it. And I think that's really important to highlight because oftentimes we believe things are supposed to happen. The things that happen for whatever reason we may have all this Goo goo gooey crap that makes us <laughs> feel like we're you know we have purpose we have some sense of control and then when we don't have control we're just like grasping at whatever and part of that is recognizing yeah I I didn't always have all the answers to this and I just tried to crawl and tape everything together as best as I could so I could move forward in in that time and now where you are part of the things that came to fruition for you, and, and really you felt it, is the fact that you now recognize that part of that led you to the need to trust yourself more. Well,
0: that's interesting because did I did I find the need to trust myself more or did it happen through
1: healing? I kind of think it was both.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I would have framed it the first way because yeah. when bad things happen, whether it's trauma or mental illness or chronic disease, like you don't have any control, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I I Even though I was in therapy and I was working, therapy was survival. Like therapy was pulling me from a dark spot and just preventing me from –
1: Like sinking deeper. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was helping me to float or not drown, but healing and whether or not that was done through – and that has been done through therapy but with others and to me especially with others was important – I don't know that i I don't know how I sought it. You know, if I give myself credit, the way that I saw it, saw it, it was to to verbalize.
1: But
0: hmm. the thing to not trust yourself is to to keep secrets, to keep things inward, to avoid, to turn totally. away. And so, once I felt capable then you kind of put yourself out there. You you talk about stuff because you know that you can talk about it without b- breaking down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like on certain times on our podcast, I will get choked up when I talk to you about certain things and I can tell that that's my body and my brain t- saying like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stupid. You can't handle this.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I like this idea of one is the is the need to vocalize to be able to say something. The other thing, though, that really sticks out for me is when I feel something, whether it, I feel maybe something's going on with my person, let's say it's like a health thing, and I'm like, okay, something doesn't feel right. I, I know myself, something's not right. And then I can go to the doctor, and then they're like, everything's fine. And then I'm like, no, it isn't. Something is not right. I'm telling you this, you need to investigate it further. Something's not right. Mm. Part of that is, is the, is the idea that you have to trust that you know yourself well enough to recognize when you're not well in some way, right? That, that's Mm. the first thing that comes to mind. The other thing is, and you being able to say not only to yourself, because that, I think that's the first step and me being able to say to myself, okay. Yeah, you can make all these excuses. You can turn away, not tell anybody, but at the end of the day, it's just you and me, baby. You and me are the ones that are dealing with this, right? Like it's a separate entity that you're dealing with. At the at the end, it's just you. So when you're able to then accept it and say, Okay, I feel like crap. I don't know what's happening. This situation has gotten worse than I can handle, whatever then that's the place where I believe that I have really be- been able to embrace the trust. And then for me to then go to share with somebody else and be like, hey, Teresa, I need help. I don't even know how to say this to somebody else, but I'm telling you in this way because you're the only one that maybe can take all this gibberish yeah. and make it into something.
0: I think that's interesting to hear when I was talking earlier about avoidance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like avoidance's best friend is denial. Yeah. They're best friends. They like to hang out together. That's the another really good coping skill when you don't want to trust yourself is you tell yourself everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. You're not reading your red flags internally or externally. You're just operating. Yeah. And you're saying learning to trust myself is to step away from denial. To say, hey, my body and my brain are telling me that I'm not okay.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And to say, things aren't going to get better unless you acknowledge that things are a problem.
1: It's so funny how we naturally get to this place that it's just like, okay, let's take a breath because maybe our listeners need to do the same thing. You're like.
0: That's just a lot of unpacking.
1: That is. Do you trust yourself? I, I do trust myself. I think sometimes I can second guess myself, but I do trust myself. Have
0: you always trusted yourself? No. When have you not trusted yourself? Is it does it ebb and flow?
1: I think it has to ebb and flow. Tied to different life experiences. So I remember like being like an adolescent, you know, uh-huh. 14, 15. And As confident as I may have been and appeared, there was still this moment was like, is this really, is this really who I am? Is that really the decision that I want to make? And I don't know if that's part of, well, I do know it's part of the process of development where you're like, I'm not really sure. But then there came a moment where I embraced that even further and was like, dude, you can't continue to be wishy-washy about stuff. Either it is or it isn't.
0: Yeah. When I asked that, maybe because of where I am today and what we've just I've just gone through, I I look if you had asked me that before, I might have well, said, oh, maybe I do. But now that I have engaged in more healing, I could say that I feel that I trust myself more today than I ever have in my life. And what when when we started three or four years ago. I hate you for it. I couldn't even say I love you. Remember that? I couldn't even say I loved myself. But I think that loving
1: myself
0: was different than trusting myself.
1: Yeah, they're different.
0: When I say that I love myself, I I still was thinking about not putting myself in harm's way. You know? But I understood it in an abstract term. And I was trying to, I think at that time, just basically not think that I was a piece of crap. Does that does that make sense? Which is different than saying I can do this. And maybe that's the difference between loving yourself. Like loving myself is seeing myself as a good person, but trusting myself is trust is for me saying I, I can do this. But I don't think I don't know that I've ever trusted myself. I mean so this is a wild thing somebody out from the outside would look in and say yeah you know you can do something i have confidence or i trust myself i have confidence we're going to talk about confidence in the next session but the only way i was able to move forward was thinking about hard work
1: what do you mean
0: like i always i don't like when people say that i'm smart I just, I like to think about how I could just work hard. Like I can solve anything if I just work hard enough to do it. And I trust that I can work hard. And so I do think that this issue of trusting yourself is also nuanced. And this is where it's also tied to confidence because you can have different things in your life that make you feel vulnerable or insecure. And for me, the reason why I jumped to trusting myself around safety is tied to trauma, which we just totally talked
1: about, right? Yeah, but I think one of the things that you're mentioning, this idea of the distinction between loving yourself and trusting yourself, like, part of that is, if from your experience, you're talking about it as trauma, right? Being like, how can I disconnect myself from this experience that I've had to keep myself safe? That's, I think, love. But the Trust aspect comes in when you're making decisions for your welfare, for the welfare of others, like you're really comfortable in saying, I know what I'm doing here.
0: I know what I'm doing here.
1: This this is one of the things that for me sticks out around trust. When you get to this place of making decisions for yourself, there is this notion that even if I make a mistake. Yeah. I'm going to be able to bounce back from that mistake if it's a bad one. Okay, so I trust that I'm strong enough to be able to handle the consequences of that. But yeah. I also trust myself even before going and making a move and saying, I know that this is the right thing for me to do Yeah. at this time. And
0: that that dialogue in your head, I think, is the foundation to building confidence. So we've been talking about this notion of trusting yourself as it relates to what happens to us in life and externally, but can I shift a little bit to this notion of also trusting yourself when you're dealing with a mental illness? Because this is biology, right? Mm -hmm. So we all struggle with addictions and mental health issues. This is why we're here, Mental Health America. (laughs) I, I think there's a different thing when it comes to trusting yourself around relapse, is it, is it different around relapse or around an episode happening again or a flare up happening again? Is that different?
1: I think it can be different because the experiences that you've had may push you to question if what you are currently experiencing is, I'm going to put in quotes, real. So that you're second guessing yourself, right? And you're like, wait. Last time this happened because I was I was in a depressive episode. Is this happening now because I'm trying – I'm going to get into another depressive episode or is it simply because I made a bad decision and yeah. now this is the consequence?
0: Yeah. I think that's the eternal battle for totally. people who have mental illness, you know, is that you, it's really hard. I know I know others have talked about this in the podcast, kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop right. around an, around an episode. The only way I deal with that is to play the what if game
1: by what pushing all the boundaries and saying, what if all hell breaks loose? Yeah, basically,
0: you know, I I have to cope with the idea that things could get bad by playing worst case scenario. Mm -hmm, Like, how mm -hmm. am I going to survive if or what what would my depression look like if.
1: But similarly, all of our experiences are colored by all of the stuff that we've had happen, right? And that we've experienced, right? All of our trauma and everything. So in the same way that a person living with like depression or anxiety or whatever, maybe second guessing themselves, there is this not the same, but similar internal conversation where you're asking yourself consistently, like, is my experience right now based on me looking at this with no other places and corners of shadows and judgment or is it simply me just living this experience as it is
0: or is it fleeting damn
1: fool (laughs) so it's it's hard to to stay in that zone
0: i feel like i want to stay on a positive note because my brain doesn't get to feel this way a lot yeah and i'm i can tell right now as you're talking to me that i feel fear like immediately because i'm like oh, that slippery slope to going where my whole life is. Yeah. It's just such a heavy pull. It's just so uh, such a comforting darkness. It's so screwed up.
1: You know what's funny? I mean, it's not funny, haha, but funny and like it's kind of ironic where your brain is automatically like, hello, Teresa, come back. We miss you so much. Yeah. You know, my brain is like, hey, positivity brain good to see you again. How are you? Come back this way. You know, like that's where my brain, because I feel the need to have that good kind of energy to be able to be like, all right, man, get out of this bubble of crap that's going on in your head. And you don't,
0: you would not say that you struggle with depression.
1: I've never been diagnosed with depression, but I'm sure at different times in my life, I have dealt with it.
0: Yeah, I have clinical depression. I I know that yeah. my brain loves the dark. Yeah. Ness.
1: You know the other thing that we we didn't touch on but is totally something that is indicative of like our journey within the last 4 years is the idea of vulnerability. When you trust in similarly in the way that I'm trusting myself to be able to share with you and with our audience, these are our experiences. And where you have said before, you really couldn't even say certain words because they're like so alien to you and in many ways hurtful. Yeah. Now you're like, no, but I do love myself.
0: So what that looks like is I just had a little anxiety shame spiral (laughs) (laughs) and I need to tell myself it's Good. Even that little blipper boop is part of the process this is always going to happen in my life. But trusting myself is saying out loud, I am in a better place. Lean into that. It's going to be okay. I mean, really, literally.
1: Yes. Cliche or not, I think it does turn into this place of it's going to be okay.
0: And, not, and, and does it ever get to it's going to be awesome?
1: <laughs> I've gotten there sometimes.
0: Maybe that's what confidence looks like. I keep saying that we're going to get confidence, which oh, yeah. is
1: interesting to me because we're going to talk about confidence
0: next week and I keep wanting to jump there, which tells me that these two topics are just really deeply aligned, right? But maybe confidence is it's going to be great. It's that's what confidence maybe looks like.
1: Yeah. Confidence is totally, I'm awesome. I'm here. I'm going to rock this. But I got I got to be able to say from before I even get there.
0: It's going to be know all right. What you're doing. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No matter what happens, I I will be okay. I will survive. Yeah. I got this.
1: Cue in music. Cue
0: in music. <laughs> I like it. We went around in 5,000 circles to get around the same space, but this is what that feels like. So, yeah. Proud of us.
1: My last thought is you got to work that muscle, man, of of trusting yourself. That's what it is. It just it doesn't just come from nowhere. You have to work at it. Like everything else we talk about.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to sit with. I'm going to be okay. I got this.
1: Cool. Let's go
0: with that. All right, folks.
1: Talk to you all next week.